The information on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content contained on this show is for general information purposes only. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained through or from this show with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you and enjoy the show. folks welcome in wherever you're joining us we thank you good to have you it is a beautiful one here in mid-july now it's been hot been dealing with 100 degrees for about seven days straight it is hot a little bit of rain but it's very brief and it evaporates almost immediately we welcome you all in whether this is your first show or your 44th we thank you either way of course show producer Tarek Jan makes this show hum as it always is but let me get right into it folks because i come to you a little bit hot a little bit heated As you know, in the beginning of this time on your airwaves, we talked about the the aggressive, hostile actions of medical boards all across the country. If you think what I'm about to say is bad, check California. They are off the charts with stuff you've never seen before. Uh, Providers essentially losing the right to speak in any capacity if it defies the emperor. And that's the catch on all this stuff, folks is depending on what side you align with politically is now going to affect the kind of healthcare you have, whatever really your service experience is, whether that's a little kid's dance, gymnasium, uh, school, depending on where you sit politically will tremendously affect whether or not you can participate in public. Uh, Keep a roof over your head, these different things. We've seen COVID madness from the liberal, liberal left. But as we know, we were we had a complaint filed against us, at least my wife did, several other providers in our organization, of course, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. So you can donate there, you can get more information there, check upcoming events there. It's a good resource just to always have, as well as FLCCC.net and all their honorable work. But this process started some nine months ago with this investigation, and it it speaks right to providers nationally that wrote for ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, all those things, were subject to board complaints, and now those are all under investigation at many places. So in a state like Colorado, in which you have tremendous overreach by the regulatory board here, 
RNs are managing whether or not a doctor made a mistake. I, I've never understood how in any capacity a nurse who's never flown the plane, the stewardess has never flown the plane, but she's going to critique this pilot. I, I don't. I could never understand how this could be. So they proceed this way. But what's happening, folks, and what, what I, I had the absolute blessing opportunity to speak this week at a Republican Tea Party event in a neighboring county and promote our cause, uh, you know, give all the information we can about our group. But at this event, was able to let the public know this is probably 100 people. I don't think many people that received early treatment for COVID-19, Chinese-19, Wuhan-19, I don't think that they understand that the board now is calling those next, uh, excuse me, those notes, those entire patient records. I mean, this is what stuns the mind, stuns the body, is you could have been a patient at your doctor's office for 10 years. He prescribes you ivermectin just once. If that doctor has a complaint against him or an investigation has been opened against him or her, every note, every piece of communication, every document, every lab, everything you've ever done at that office with your doctor is now going to be held at the state level per DORA. And there's before you start saying, what about HIPAA? What about my rights? You have none. They pay attention to none. They don't honor HIPAA. They need to see these results, evidently. So this isn't just to us. This is any provider who went out there and said, no, I'll help this patient. This patient needs help. We need help right now. We will help them right now. And we'll ask questions later whether or not this is politically okay to do. But if you're a true healthcare provider, what's crazy is if you're a real legitimate healthcare provider to provide healthcare, that's your whole sole being in life is to do that, that one act. Let's say this is the case then you would never turn away a patient for life-saving treatment, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and then turn around and inject them with this thing, COVID-19 shot. You never would do that if you were truly a doctor. So most of our doctors here have committed an incredible sin. They know better and they said, "Eh, it's easier just to go along. There's more money in it if I just go along. I don't want to stick my neck out there and compromise my life. That's what doctors said all over the country patients paid the price. For doctors who stepped up and said, I can help, they were subject to board complaints. Now, what's amazing is you haven't seen the frequency of the board complaints recently, this go around. A year ago is when this stuff started, and we had three within a month span. Okay, three board complaints out of nowhere, but not none in the last nine years of of independent practice. Are you kidding me? Nobody believes that. But if you ride ivermectin, you show up on a list, folks. So speaking to this group, this great rowdy group of conservatives, and and these are Trump conservatives, not rhino stuff, trash stuff. Remember, the lesser of two evil is still evil. Voting for rhino candidates, weak conservatives, fake conservatives, teaches them that this is okay. We'll vote for you anyways. No, no, you have to stand strong on our issues, hard on our issues, or we can't vote for you. Because of the kind of madness that's happening, states like this, states like California, states like New York, where if you defy the emperor, they're not like, hmm, that's interesting. No, they want revenge. They want vengeance. They want to make this punitive. So now all those notes go to the state. State reviews them. They're looking for misconduct. You don't do an investigation of this size, of this scope. They got sent to them, mind you, some, oh my gosh. This had to be six, seven hundred sheets of paper. You know, if you were to print all this out, that's how many documents went over to the state of random patients all throughout our system through all these times. 
That's happening right now at all sorts of places. Some providers are already received their letter of bad doctor, don't ever do this again. There's been some that have had just lost their license straight up. They took it for what they're claiming is, is endangering the public, if you can make sense of something like that. They're coming after everyone who disagrees with them or dare mention that there's another way to think about this. There's other uh, – this is just in life in general. They do not want any opposition. Whatever the left is accusing you of or the conservatives or the Trump people or these MAGA they're guilty of whatever they accuse anybody of. We know that with Russia, Russia, Russia. We know, that, okay, that Russia had nothing to do with Trump's beating of Hillary Clinton. We know that's a fact. But we've heard about Russia Gate, Russia, Russia, Russia for three years. It was actually, remember, Uranium One and Hillary Clinton just signing away and the fortunes being made in Ukraine and Russia. Well, it's because they're doing dirty business. So again, whatever they're accusing you of, just find what they're They're destroying our democracy. Republicans, these MAGA people are a threat to democracy, a threat to our freedoms. Of course, that's what liberals are guilty of mandating your health care, opening your border, subjecting you now to people, new neighbors all across the world, making every policy decision that clearly puts America last, that's taking away your liberties. That's taking away your rights. That's what the guilt, that's what the left wakes up and does every day. That's their goal. They've gotten very accustomed to being the center of attention. They've gotten very accustomed to having the control that COVID gave them. They got this sucker going into six-month-olds. They are doing a very good job of killing, taking over, growing this insane thing. The transgender stuff, folks, is they're too far on that one. Think about how hard some of these concepts are going to be for liberals to, to scream. And when I say scream, I mean a absolutely scream their heads off about late-term abortion and this LGBTQ transvestite stuff. That is such a hard sell in the middle of inflation, in the middle of crime, in the middle of this ongoing COVID over your head, mandates coming, lost my job, started life over. You think people are worried about trans rights at all? You think people are worried about the right to abort a bit? You think think a, a regular woman, just a who knows? little bit in the middle woman in the suburbs who's not going to ever have kids again and has two boys. You're telling me that she's going to rally around this concept of late-term abortion? Really? Yuck. You go to that same lady and you say, well, we've got some other stuff too. We've got LGBTQ in which we're proposing we teach young children or show young children stripper shows and, and, and teach them all about these mythical ideas that men can have baby and there's more than two genders and prone it. Stop. Those are such ridiculous cells to the average housewife, the average mom, Republican or liberal. They're not going that far with you folks. Stay with us though. We're coming back. We're in and out. We're news talking. We're 1100. We're WCGA, the Matthew Dark Show. Be right back. Love come quick. Love
COVID, politics, and what's happening now. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon on WCGA. With you, thank you, folks. Just getting going here today. Wherever you're joining us, however you're joining us, we thank you. The Matthew Dark Show, News Talk 1100. Give me right back to this board investigation. We've been saying for months and months and months that November is one of the biggest deals, election-wise, you'll ever have. It has to go incredibly well for conservatives. In conservative states like Nebraska, Louisiana, Tennessee, The conduct of the board, you are not to harass, intimidate, threaten, investigate complaints. And these are all anonymous folks. Now, mind you, anonymous. So there is no name behind this. It's the same process. Give us your 6,000 pieces of paper, eight hours worth of records to organize and given to the state for inspection. We'll let you know if we need more, and I'm sure they will. But in states like Nebraska and states like Tennessee, Governors wrote specific laws that said, you will not do that. Leave them alone. And guess what? They got left alone. It's a non-issue there. You want to take monoclonals? Great. You want to take ivermectin? Great. You want to get a vaccine? Great. But please don't suggest that there's one way out of COVID and it's this trash vaccine. Please don't say that. People have had for decades the right to oppose experimental medicine. Nuremberg Code. No human being will be subject to experimental medication, experimental science on their body. You got to give consent. We've been going crazy on informed consent, PSAs on consent, excuse me, informed consent. It's pretty simple, folks. Here is the pros, the cons, and the alternatives for the medication being discussed, for the medication being proposed by your healthcare provider. I can promise you, all you folks listening that got the vaccine, there is no way Your doctor told you stroke, myocarditis, sudden adult death syndrome, all these different things that are now happening. We know high blood pressure, fatigue, chronic sickness. Of course, you're going to get COVID. I know you didn't show you that list of side effects because you'd have to be out of your mind to still sign a document like that says, yeah, I think this is still worth it for COVID-19, Chinese 19, Wuhan 19, man-made 19. They've still never found that bat population, and they never will under this current deal. Do you think Joe Biden is even remotely compromised? Well, check out the misconduct in China 
and the misconduct and the unlimited printing of money giving to Ukraine. That should bother us. We're dealing with record. We don't care anymore. Citizens of the United States do not care about Ukraine anymore. They had me those first two or three days. Are they going to make it? I don't like that Russia's killing little kids over there. Babies anywhere getting hurt bothers me once, once makes me want vengeance upon that perp. But I'm over that now. I'm over that in the sense that we have more trauma and pain and problems right here for little kids, mothers, the poor, the drug abuse, the injured. We, you, you can't send a limitless amount of money, a pot of gold to Ukraine every time they say, as this just gets worse and worse and worse, L.A. County won't release their homeless figures yet. They're, they're months overdue on it. It's why? Because that number swelled. It would be even bigger, but fentanyl killed a lot of them too. We've got that problem. You got an open border, folks. All these things, all these terrible things. I don't. I don't think people understand how lucky we are that there hasn't been significantly more damage, considering the group running the country is trying to nosedive into the ground for complete implosion. That's their goal. They're doing it faster than ever. We would argue that Democrats, by their conduct in this just year and a half, should have eliminate themselves from running government for decades, I would think. This should sting people never to be forgotten. They can't kiss our toes long enough. This is the Democratic left, the hysterical left, the not necessarily understanding at all what America's into left. They have no clue. They have no clue that the average person could care less about the illegal alien that wants through the border. And, and oh my gosh, I can't sleep at night because we don't have enough immigrants getting in here. Nobody thinks like that. They do. Nobody else cares about what's, um, can we get a few more in the border? Nobody does. Nobody does. Number two, nobody, absolutely nobody thinks that you should be fired or take the vaccine. Most Americans think that is the absolute most ridiculous thought that we would do that to another human being. Okay, so they're losing it all. Most people could give two cents about this trans queer stuff. It grosses them out. They want nothing to do with it. They're so out of touch. They're so out of skull. The things that they're ecstatic about, 90% of people could absolutely care less about. We know they're cheating in elections, folks, because nobody's listening to those plans. They've got their committed group of absolute diehard sycophants. They're going to do the, the, the wildest. You say how high we will jump on the left. They're, they're going to have that small pocket of folks. We talked about just last week, folks, there's voters, Democrats, historical, Bill Clinton, Democrats call it. They did not keep up at the pace to the extreme left like they did with AOC, those squad member people, your Bernie Sanders people, your Gavin Newsom people, the average family, the average Democrat. They didn't keep up with that extreme pace of getting to where they are now. They just didn't. They left them. They blew them out of the water, dust out of here long ago. So when you run around and insult senators like Josh Hawley because he says, no, a man cannot get pregnant, absolutely can't happen. And I second that and so do you to, to, to then retaliate, to suggest that that is somehow a, a transphobic position or approach. Let me get on the record. I'm not transphobic because there is nothing about transgender dysphoria. You're a transvestite, sexual freak or you're 
trying to you know serve in God's image as husband and wife, uh, how to treat your spouse in traditional marriage, traditional family. Sorry, I'm, I can't be transphobic when that doesn't even exist. I'm anti-mental illness everywhere anytime it begins to become a part of regular, normal day life. I think it's wrong to allow somebody's mental illness to spew over to, into normally peaceful, normally pure, normally genuine, normally great activities, places, schools, parks. You, you want to be able to go where you want and not feel like mental illness is lurking around every corner in the form of, oh, this is an LGBTQ-friendly bathroom or a, whatever, another f- statue to George Floyd. That is not the norm, folks, and that is not a, a good sell when things are as expensive as they are, when things are as bleak as they are. COVID did some, did some amazing things. It did some tough things. Right now, what the tough thing is, is it's, it's tough to get people who thought COVID meant they never had to work again. They could stay indoors every day. They could, it taught them that. And it's a slow transition to, to realize that, nope, you're getting, and I, we talked about this on this show. They're going to reappear in society now, as everybody else has been hustling, gustling, grinding it out, getting it done, staying in the game, in the fight, Okay. They're going to just join us now, but now it's an expensive society. Your skills have not been maintained. Everybody else is buzzing along. There's been a lot of people that have put themselves in an unhirable capacity as they embrace just giving up and staying home for COVID. That's a fact, and that stinks because it's going to be really hard for them to rejoin without some inspiration, without some motivation, without some guidance to say, no, I want to get back to work. I want to work my butt off again and see better days. That's what I'm looking at right now. I want to see better days. There is no way that the problems that Joe Biden and his team created can go away overnight. Can't do it. Even if he's assassinated tonight, it doesn't undo the damage he's done. This inflation thing, this supply chain, these these government weasels, government rats that he's got littered through, that doesn't get rid of all the Pete Buttigieg's and the Kamala Harris's and they're still in there with cancer-like influence on the country. They got to go. But we got we to gotta buy time. We got to ride it out until the people speak loud and clearly. I just think it's hilarious when people, you know, praise a Pete Buttigieg. Guy took two months paid paternity leave. Could you imagine? I mean, I'd just be so honest. If you're a man taking two months off, paid two months off paternity leave, check yourself. Check your manhood. I, my grandfather be rolling over in his grave if he heard something like that. That's not the way it really ever was done, should be done. Uh, I think it's important to be there. But one of the ways a man supports his wife and his children is he continues to work and improve there and take care of that responsibility. But Pete Buttigieg says, screw this. Well, as there's supply chain issues, ports are full, backed up, can't get product into the country, he's enjoying a two-month paid vacation, essentially, with his staff helping him change the babies that he and his homosexual husband had just adopted. Makes you sick, make you puke. One thing that don't make you puke is this show. Folks, we've got half more to go. Stay with us all morning, all day, all night, wherever you catch it. WCGA, The Matthew Dark Show, News Talking. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Keep your eyes on the road ahead. But if you're feeling lost in the night, it's okay to cry. Just as long as you hold your head.
Cause we're on our way to better Better's ahead Better's ahead It gets worse for it gets better Better's ahead Better's ahead Better days coming The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon on WCGA. Back with you, back with you. Of course, it's always a treat to be with you. If you like what you hear, need more of what you hear, you let Tarek know whatever you're thinking. The Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Show producer Tarek John there. We'll get him back again. I, you know, I'd love to get, oh man, I just, I'd love to get a, a, another liberal guest on and join us and tell us how the right to abort a baby right there at the delivery table, right there in that room. How somehow that is ever okay on any any level? I want to hear about that. Want to hear about how? Got to get rid of guns. Got to get rid of guns. And then we have this absolute now the Uvalde police, the despicable, the 19 dead children in Texas. You've seen the video now, 77 minutes start to finish, where they're loitering. Um, I saw cowards. I, I'm, I'm calling. I'm calling the men involved that day cowards. Now, every last one of them. I understand rank and file. I understand captain's orders. You hear gunshots meters away. You hear little kids screaming and you're ducking for cover. I thought that was the biggest group of gutless, absolutely sickening. They put Derek Chauvin in prison for, he'll do 25 years, call it, 22 to 25 years. I saw a dozen police officers hanging out as 19 children shot dead. You tell me what I think we should do with those police officers. Forget about, do you get to keep your job? Of course not, you don't have the guts, you don't have the stuff inside it takes to be a cop. But now you've actually got blood on your hands for these dead kids. Sick pigs, I'd love to rip into them anytime, anywhere I could. You would say, hey captain, I can't sit around and watch kids get shot, I'm going in, you got me? Who's with me? Kill this sucker! That's how you do that as a cop, because you got to know you're the only thing stopping. Only thing there to save little kids is, is cops armed and a ton of them. They were there, folks, within three minutes of this guy entering. They had a shot at him in the parking lot, didn't get permission to shoot him or whatever. Didn't get a response on it. And he goes, 19 dead, two teachers, 21 dead. Suspect eventually dead, but hell, at that point, you blew it. It's over. So we need repercussions, we need recompense, we need a a really swift piece of justice on those police officers. Gutless stuff, holy cow. But I mean, what would be their excuse? We've got it all on videotape. That is one true joy about society today. And that's why I know, you know how hard it is to commit a violent crime today compared to, I don't know, 1972, there's no DNA. There's surveillance cameras everywhere. There's phone tracking all the time. And I, I would thank God for that. You catch criminals absolutely to the fullest. But in this case, 
we see this, I don't know, a dozen officers. Who are they going to blame for their negligence? Who would they say, oh, the bad guys kept us at bay? We, one guy. How did they run right up to the room that these kids were all in and hear a gunshot and they bail? These are gutless, gutless, gutless police officers. Not a single one of them is proud of their work that day. Not a, not a single one of them should look at it and then say, we did our best. All those whiny, cowardly January 6th officers that are saying how they thought they were going to die. They were so scared of the little old women that were charging the Capitol. Uvalde police make those cowards look like John Wayne. I've never seen anything like that. I don't think the children in the rooms is at a gun staring down their nose or as gutless and chicken as those police officers. That is appalling, folks. So please, please, please continue to pray for those families. They got no justice. Holy cow, they got no support. The people that you think are there sitting there ready to bail you out, they all tapped out. They said, I can't do it. Takes too much inside to go. I'm still blown away, folks, at those images, seeing that. And there'll be no excuse. That's why you can go out on the record and say, those are chickens. Those guys are incompetent. They are gutless. We saw it. We saw then the amount of time that it took for this to start and finish. We saw the amount of carnage, the 21 dead. And we saw the amount of police officers that said, um, no, this one's not for me. So I would say that to them. I would challenge them on their work and their professionalism any day of the week. And I would look forward to that opportunity um, should it ever come. But I think those guys are actually looking for a new career and hoping to stay out of jail. Would not want to be those guys. Would not want to be those guys. Especially that big fat chief that supposedly was giving all the orders. I don't know how he sleeps at night, honestly. I think he would wake up 10 or 12 times in the sweats, Satan chasing him. <sighs> That would be my thinking. He's waking up. May his dreams torment him until he's gone. I'm sorry. So I'll stop right there on that despicable act of police work. So much different than, you know, the summer of George Floyd, where remember police work there was they hated all black people. They were after all black people. Uh, minorities weren't safe, blah, blah, blah. This is very different, folks. This is this is challenging police officers in a different way. I don't think you ever challenge their toughness or their guts or their courage. This is a direct attack on that. Let, let, the, let your eyes be the judge there. They're pretty clear on uh, their willingness to help children in a life or death situation. So unbelievable, unbelievable conduct. Back to the board, back to the elections, back to politics. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, of course, is over to uh, Saudi Arabia. He is over in Israel. Of course, he's making more gaffes, talking about continuing, keep the legacy, the Holocaust going. And really, he's meaning to talk about the survivors, but he is not good at this talking, folks. He is not respected by anybody. They shout questions out. He's testy. He's feisty. He's mean. He's a, he's a nasty old man. He's a nasty old elite pig. And that's why when you challenge Joe Biden, he doesn't have a back and forth with anybody. He reacts hysterically and incredibly defensive. Uh, hey, Joe Biden, what about the fact that Democrats don't want you to run? Uh, he, he won't listen to that conversation. He tells you you're immediately lying. You're spreading fake news. Of course, he steals all the Trump stuff, too. But of course, nobody wants him to run. Republicans, you cannot ever take a, a, a moment. Uh, 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 this one's a blowout. We're good. No, this, we don't know. They printed 81 million and they're they're gonna go for the kill. See, see, here's the deal, folks. 
If they are successful in November, they will get everything in every every pathological, psychopathic bill, law, new standard in society. They will go to work and get that done starting in next, next season here, January and on, when the new Congress takes place. They will get this stuff all in if they're able to keep this midterm power. Everybody says there's no way red wave coming, blah, blah, blah. We'll see if they fix the machines. There's no such thing as red wave. If the machines just count for Joe Biden and his group, his team, well, there is no, there is no way to counter that. You need to make them print as many as possible. That we agree, that we know. But as far as, can you, can you tell me that in every city, every county, in every state in this country, that you're not going to have incredibly aggressive Democrat tinkering, tampering, manipulation, and fraud in the back? You're telling me that's not going to go on like crazy? Has to. This is a last gasp. I'm telling you that by the time they get to November, you'll still be well above four bucks, closer to five. Joe Biden over in Saudi Arabia begging and pleading to please produce more fuel, produce more oil. Remember, he, he was going to blacklist Saudi Arabia because he, they killed that fat journalist that, you know, for whatever everybody loves for some reason. Okay. But we were the oil kings. And we're going to say, well, for America, we can't do it. Everywhere else and your dirtier oil will buy, but we're not making it here. Okay, this is Joe Biden. This is why he can't, he can't continue. Think about this. These folks are okay having you pay $5 a gallon, knowing there's a way to fix this problem really easy. Permits are greenlit, no red tape. We're going to get this thing humming. And we're making some long-term promises and investment, federal government, to produce the snot out of oil and gas here in America. Could do that tomorrow. And Saudi Arabia would be coming over here begging and pleading, can you please reconsider your stance on firing up that old massive amount of American technology in oil and gas exploration? Fracking, natural glass, clean stuff. America got the cleanest fuel. They want to turn it off. Don't turn this show off, folks. We've got one more segment to go. It's News Talk. It's WCGA. It's the Matthew Dark Show. Be right back. News, politics, and COVID. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon, right here on WCGA.
With you one more to go. Thank you, folks. Welcome in WCGA, of course, News Talk, wherever you're listening, however you catch. You can get us on Spotify. Of course, get us on Anchor. But here, uh, noon Eastern, right here on the lovely WCGA News Talk on Airwaves. I don't want to spend too much time more on this board case, but here's the next step, folks. Here's here's where these uh, here's where this issue becomes really a big problem for regular citizens all over. So. If you take ivermectin and early treatment and the research and the dedication to alternatives to vaccination, if you take that away and you take that out of the market for the regular patient, their alternative becomes no alternative. Here's your choice. And the choice is drop out of society or take this vaccine. Your regular doctor, your average insurance taking doctor, your average uh, pharmaceutical, big pharma doctor absolutely is a part of this new Nazi-like attack strategy, I want to call it, from the White House, trickles down through all these government agencies, CDC, FDA. You get all these governors that are liberal in cahoots. Now their boards, their administrative agencies overreach and go after those. And here's what's happening. If you're prescribing something that opposes them, you're on the list. If you speak out and say, hey, what about this? I'm scared about this as a provider. I'm worried about this as a provider. Concern. It doesn't matter if it's in opposition to the emperor, they shut you down or at least try. Due process is no such thing in this case. Constitutional rights are no such thing in this case. They're walking all over them. They're blowing all over them, which is, again, if they can do it in one state, two states, The model is to get all states to behave like California, New York, the extremes. That's their goal. I mean, please don't make any excuses about that uh, uh, or or concerns about that. That is what they're doing. Now, there's incredible resistance, but that's okay because what they'll try to say is that, well, none of the people like this, but they continue to vote us in power. That's what they'll try to say with the rigging of election, with the rigging of vote. You're going to get a great deal of information out of this election. Joe Biden and this administration's approval is in the ditch where it belongs. Um, many, many, many grassroots Republican moves movements have done very well in primaries. You had momentum with things like Yunkin in Virginia. You had that model trying to replicate itself in more and more states. Grassroots stuff, anti-establishment stuff, try to pick up where Trump left off stuff. Well, folks, if you lose your state, and Georgia is one of those states too, that could absolutely become a 
detriment to conservative movement. I don't believe for a second that they're... Herschel Walker is a weak, soft, nothing candidate. It's trash, honestly. He could. He's probably going to lose. And so you're going to give then a, a seat away just because that's not the right kid. That blows me away in the state of Georgia that he would be the top candidate to get that. Uh, I understand Trump and I understand some popularity there from the state, but he can't speak. He can't articulate even if he's got something. So it's really a bummer that he'll go against the reverend, the scammer, uh, Raphael Warnock, claims there's other ways to salvation than through Jesus Christ. He's a, And he deleted that tweet, by the way. That was an Easter tweet. But it's a similar thing he's saying as a man can have a woman. You can go to heaven, but you don't have to believe in Jesus. This is what, again, this, they want all these made up, you know, paradox, essentially. Get to heaven, but you don't have to believe in Jesus. I mean, give me a break, right? You're a man, but you can get pregnant. I mean, none of this stuff makes sense. The sky is pink, you know. They don't think good, but they're sick, so we must pray for them, support them, try to encourage them, but you absolutely must take power away from them. The mentally ill we love, but they're not necessarily capable of running or being in charge of a lot of people's lives, let's say it like that. So they've you know, they get pushed back. I mean, you have to push this stuff back. The momentum needs to be then, you change this government layout, which is right now completely Democrat run, and does the mood of the country change when Joe Biden is stuck on an island, when Republicans are demanding this and they're sticking to it, they're taking that momentum from the general election season and they're blasting forward? Does the mood of the country change almost instantaneously. I say yes. I say yes. I think the spirit of the market, I think the spirit of the consumer can start to see light at the end of the tunnel. I don't think it'll take very long, folks. I mean, it's going to be, if you're a liberal DA, if you're a liberal prosecutor, if you're a liberal state senator, you're not going to feel very welcome in this new push. Now, Republicans got to do what they say. They have to absolutely stand firm and go after Hunter Biden, go after Hillary Clinton, go after the Russia stuff, demand it. This kind of stuff can't happen again. You know, a lot of times they say, oh, the reason for our lawsuit is we want to make sure nothing like this ever happens to somebody else. And a lot of times I don't believe that. It's for the money. It's for the something else. But in this case, it's actually, there's a punitive element. There's a, you owe us element for what you did, your misconduct, your bad ways. But there's also, no, this has to get done and it has to get done really well this time from a Republican Senate, Republican Congress going after the swamp, going after the problem, the corruption that's causing this continuance. You got to follow through on all that stuff. The Barack Obama, the Hillary Clinton, the steal from the government, get filthy rich off the government, spend money limitlessly. Joe Biden, I mean, forget it. The amount of spending he's already, you have to ensure that these kind of people Elite globalist could care less about the common man pigs in government simply for f- financial gain. You have to make the message loud. You have to make the message clear. You have to make the, de- the door slam shut. You are never going to be charged with this power again. No way. Can't do it. But I don't think the average person would be offended by that. Even the average Democrat would not be offended by by the acknowledgement of this is really, forget Trump. Don't say, yeah, but he's better than Trump. Or There's no mean tweets like Trump. Blah. Forget Trump. Forget Trump. Nobody in the, you know, chunk of the middle on the left, you, you can be a Democrat lifelong 
and say that Joe Biden has not done a good job and that these Democrat policies like the green energy obsession and the open border obsession are not the direction I want to go. I think Democrats, some, most that are not, you know, completely off, would have a chance to step back and say, I, I don't think I says I want to go this far with this crowd, this group, this trans group, this open border group, this COVID group, this, this, this group. I don't want to go that far. Uh, I just like this candidate here. And you kind of vote your heart. You vote what it, I think there's a chance at that because why? It's violent. It's scary or it's expensive or the future is not what it once was. The people just want security in their family, security in their work, security in their community. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for, can I be a part of this great revolution to make trans persons just like everybody else? Most people are not having that passion to, to change the world that way. The global elite pigs that are, uh, first of all, getting incredibly wealthy on green movements in, in general, government spending associated with it. But they they don't mind using you and me because they can stamp their fat name on this great green accomplishment. We're not getting any thrill, though, of saying, oh, my gosh, I, I will look back at this and say, thank goodness I was part of getting off of fossil fuels. Um, now, it didn't work. We weren't able to convert the country to batteries and solar. But you know what? I was ex I was glad to be a part of the experiment. I don't think anybody looks back and talks like that at all. I know I won't. I know I won't participate. Again, it's all these issues, COVID, abortion, the border. I have to look at the people that are supporting this wacky stuff. And I have to think, if I'm going to err on the side of this issue, is there any way I could associate myself with that group that for example, the, the Jane Sinus abortion group, you know, splatting red paint on themselves, baby dolls, plastic ones that they're just toting around and, and doing horrible things with. I can't have that conversation. With, I, I can't even hear them. So, no, I'm 100% pro-life because pro-choice looks like that. That makes that easy for the common person. I mean, I, I think that the open border, I saw just this week again – rape and kidnapping of a 10-year-old girl, and guess what? Aw, shucks, it's an illegal immigrant. I think I just said last week, you really want us to believe that these millions of these things that are coming through here every single year, that there's not one bad one? Oh, of course. Believe it or not, believe it or not, you're probably more like a third of the ones coming over here, I almost promise you, will have a crime element or a suck-on-society element to you. It's a third of those three million, a million. You get a million bad ones. I mean, give me a freaking break. Governments lost the, excuse me, Democrats lost the right to govern. It's, it's misconduct. If a doctor was operating this messily, if an attorney was practicing this sloppily, they would not be practicing. Joe Biden should not be doing this profession. His team should not be touching authority. I am re-inspired. Great meeting with this crowd last night and, and, and energy. There's an energy and, the, and there's a feeling of this has to go the right way in November. We must organize. We must strategize. We must collaborate. And we must, must, must. There's an urgency, folks. And the urgency is real and it's genuine in the sense of if they don't get stopped, they will take everything. It's your job and mine to stop them. 
God's tasked us with that. He's tasked us with the end of this show, folks. It's been another blast with you. Of course, thanks and shout to show producer Tarek Jean. We thank you. And we always remember, serve God, help others, stay good. Good night. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Preacher man, don't tell me heaven is on the deer. to you beautiful souls out there. Did you enjoy today's show? Did you hate it? Well, either way, we'd love to know. So make sure you send some feedback to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. And remember, you can catch any episodes that you've missed on Spotify and Anchor. Stay blessed, stay safe, stay good. Stay good.